Six pack chats, chat number 10. Let's go. That sounded crispy. It was crispy. Here's the idea we start recording, we crack a six pack. When the six pack is over, so is the episode. I'm BG, that's Shark Daddy, out of the gate. What you sipping on? Um, well, I was at Trader Joe's today and I came across this orange boom. And it's spelled O R A N G E B O O M. It's a premium lager beer out of, oh, let's see where it's out of. It's imported. It's out of Holland, I believe. Nice. They first started shipping it in 1899. Wow. Can't go wrong with the, with the age, right? Uh, hit that first sip and uh, give us a once over. How's it, how's it taste? Well, the Dutch know what they're doing. <laughs> I'll give them that. Dude, dig this. I am drinking. I've never seen this before, and I'm really concerned that it's not going to be good, Uh-oh. which is going to make the episode weird. It's... Chocolate Peanut Butter Porter by Horny Goat Brewing Company in Wisconsin. That sounds like... Now what? I love chocolate and peanut butter. It's a great combo. I love beer, but will they work together? Right. Like, it sounds like a a good dessert. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I'm always interested in things like that because, like, I, I like spicy food. Yeah. But I don't like spicy beer. Yeah. So, so far I'm not sold on this. It tastes like one of the the coffee mm-hmm. beers, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, this is 6.5 uh, alcohol by volume, which nice. I like. Yeah. It definitely has a chocolatey taste. Let me one more time. And it definitely smells like peanut butter, which is odd. It's going to hit like beer. I'll tell you that, 6.5. <laughs> right? That mm. peanut butter got me. Um, You're like, I'm not sure about this. I might have to go get six more. <laughs> not bad. I'll say not bad. You know, for as many beers as we drink, I will say not bad. Horny Goat Brewing Com- Company, limited edition chocolate peanut butter porter. Which is interesting because you know I'm not a dark beer guy. Typically. Right. Um, I do like the name of that. Right. Come on. Yeah, that's that's pretty clever. Um, it says on the can, this craft porter tastes best packaged in a can, poured into a clean non nonic pint glass, and explored for its rich and nutty flavors. Oh, you love the nutty flavors. <laughs> I sure do. Because you're a nutty person. Dude, I was just reading this article of uh, about Patrick Mahomes and GQ. Oh, did you see those pictures? Now, here's my question. I know he's going to be a billionaire by the time he's done. But in 10 years from now, those pictures are going to look goofy, right? Oh, hell no, dude. That's what like people were wearing back in like the early 90s. You just putting it back out there. Yeah, I mean, and again, you're a billionaire, so what are you going to do? Right. Like he- So... Like he cares. What are you? What are you? What are you going to say to him? Right. Because all all it is is you jealous. Yeah, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. But it's still going to look weird. Is my point. Did you see that Kelsey is going to be try to be part of the ownership group of the Mets? How great is that? Right, and not Chris Jones, well, too. Well, you know that. I don't know if it's still true, but at one point, but I think it is. Bill Maher was partial owner of the Mets. Yeah, I want to say that, like, I know he's a huge fan. Yeah, and he lives in L.A., which is weird. Now, he is from back east. Here's the question. Does Kelsey have money like that? Well, he'll be, like, Eric Stone Street is part of the ownership of the Royals, you know. But the main ownership of the group, it's it's uh, J-Lo and A-Rod. What? Yeah, it's really probably just J-Lo's. Because she runs the show. Yeah. <laughs> How but, much of the nets do Jay Z and Beyonce own? I don't think all of it. Definitely not all of it. I think they're pretty high stake. But that's like LeBron has ownership in Liverpool Soccer Club. I had no idea. 
that's where the money's at, right? Ownership. Well, and, and, yeah, and so I guess like the like Liverpool or somebody came to him like, "Hey, we want you to help promote, you know, whatever. Like, we'll pay you to help promote the club, whatever." And he's like, "No." He's like, "I don't want to be paid for advertisement." He's like, "I'll do it, but I want ownership, like partial ownership in the team." Wow. And Kevin Durant, I believe, is getting in the ownership group of like the Nashville soccer team that's starting up. Oh, nice. So, I mean, so it's where it's, where it's at is ownership. Dude, I can't afford to sponsor my kids' <laughs> softball team. You know what I mean? I can't afford to get them all jerseys. I know. I wanted to put my face on it. <laughs> so, it looks like this article. Wow. Talk about out of the know and behind the times. This article from April 19, 2013, Forbes magazine, Jay-Z retired as co-owner of the Brooklyn Nets. 2013, dude. I am out of the game. And I want to say, I'd see, I thought it might have been because he started a sports management or like he became a sports agent and like started a sports agency. Okay. Like, and so they had to sell it. But I thought it was the opposite way, though. So um, I was wrong. Because I thought, like, he got out of that sports management to get into ownership. But, you know, when you have so much money like that, it doesn't matter. So, listen, I think Travis Kelsey would be an awesome owner of anything, right? Oh, heck yeah. Um, But back to this GQ article, Pat Patrick Mahomes. A uh, couple cool things about it. Those pictures you mentioned, mm-hmm. the photographer who took those pictures – while Mahomes was at Cotton at the Cotton Bowl in Dallas, Texas, the photographer was in New York at the time, and they just connected the camera via the internet, and he was taking the pictures that way. No way. That yeah, that has, that has That's to be impossible. Wild, right? That can <laughs> that cannot be true. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's true. Here's the other thing. Did you read the story in the article about? Uh, Post Malone invited Mahomes and Kelsey backstage before the show and they start playing beer pong. And Kelsey says he's having the beer pong games of his life. They play like 10, 11 games. The manager comes in and goes, Hey, Malone, you got to go up on stage. He waves him off. They keep playing. They're on game like 14. Now think about how many beers that is. This is Post Malone's third partner. Game like 14, he goes, all right, guys, sign this. They sign a piece of paper. He goes, you beat me again. I'm going to get your autographs tattooed on me. And sure enough, Mahomes and Kelsey beat him. I remember that story coming out right after, like, they went to his concert. And there was, like, you can Google it. There's, like, footage, I want to say, of them playing. And he went through, like, oh, 10 wow. di- And, like, Post Malone went through, like, 10 different people to try to like beat them they just just kept draining it <laughs> that's insane what are you gonna do you're prof- you're playing two highly professional athletes yeah yeah i mean one of the best throwers on the planet right yeah i'm going i'm going through his the gq pictures here online and what a stud that, that's rqb dude yeah it's amazing right i really hope i really hope they get this season all the way in so they can run it back Oh, hell yeah. Run back three or four times. I just don't know if they're going to get the season in. I'll get it in. It's too much money at hand. Yeah. No, you're right there. Although, what about the NBA? They're going to get that in? Yeah, that starts like this weekend, doesn't it? Well, people keep coming down with it. They keep getting tested positive. Same with baseball. They just got to sit at home for two weeks, they say. It's wild. It's wild. That GQ article uh, about Patrick Mahomes is awesome. Uh, The pictures are awesome, obviously. It's out there online. Uh, How much beer pong have you played in the last five years? um, Not like a whole, whole lot. I would say like every once in a while, like if we went to certain friends' houses, you know, we'd get games going. But obviously since – Rona hit. You don't really do much of that anymore. Right, right. So listen, this is probably going to be hard to believe. I've played beer pong once in my life. No. Once. How's that possible? I don't, because I'm that old. I'm so old. 
ping pong balls and cups weren't invented yet. I played once in my life and get this. It was last Halloween ish, maybe Christmas. I think we went to a Christmas party and played beer pong for the first time. So I'm like, somebody goes, all right, you want to play bet? Let's go. And I'm like, this seems easy enough. I throw my first shot and dude like blocks it. I'm like, wait, what in the horny goat beer is this? And they had all these rules. Like if you catch it, you can block it. But yeah, I don't understand. I used to play like a lot, like in high school and college, but like, yeah, our rules were if you bounce it in is worth two cups. But if you also bounce it, whoever you're going against, they can try to swipe it off the table. But if you what throw, is that? Like, so if you try to do like a quick bounce in there and get it in the cup, you they have to drink two cups. But your hand, you get to hit it out of it, like off the bounce, like try to knock it away. But if you throw it in the air, you can't touch it. I had no idea. All these, there's like, a bunch of rules. Yeah, I mean. You that's like any kind of drinking game. You can make up more rules as you go, you know? Sure. It would have been nice to know these rules going in. I was just going playing old man style. I'm just gonna that, throw it. You all you always ask what house rules are. Yeah, well that would have been nice because you know what? <laughs> I lost like two and had to drink two of those mini bottles of fireball. Guess how many times I've done shots in the last five years? Twice. <laughs> <laughs> Once when I lost at um beer pong when i've only played it once and then a couple weekends ago uh we were gambling on the marble racing have you seen that on youtube yeah 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 so we were gambling on marble races and i was drinking peanut butter whiskey after i lost like three marble races man you do love peanut butter (laughs) you know what i you know what i do evidently i love gambling and losing (laughs) and drinking yeah, I mean, my God. That reminds uh, I used to play bartend with this old, old, old man who had issues. And we used to, like, Saturday morning-ish, early afternoon, ESPN always has, like, horse racing on. Like, tons of it. Yeah. And, and so we every race, we'd just either pick evens or odds and bet $1. <laughs> oh, nice. And like, it was, like, three hours straight of us just betting on horses. It was fun. Oh, I love that. I, lo- I wish I wish I could afford to gamble. Well, more. that's why we did a dollar a race. Yeah, yeah. You're nobody's going broke on that. No, and ended up some buying someone a six pack. But so golf is back on this weekend. Um, you know the the TBT the tournament just ended tonight. Have you been playing any DFS? I did do NASCAR a couple weeks ago. And I won like 55 cents. Nice. But not really just because like, I don't, I, I guess I could try soccer, but I'm not that knowledgeable. I mean, I know who the good players are, but I, I don't know how to make a lineup like that. It doesn't seem to matter. Like I will study and study and crunch and pay for like, you know, insider websites, all that during NFL I am so bad. How can I be this bad at something I love? Just like drinking <laughs> and evidently radio things I love. I'm bad at. Why can't I love something that I'm good at? Maybe we're just overthinking it when it comes to that. Maybe like, ah, oh, yeah, this person, uh, I always go with like, all right, I need to try to make the biggest lineup. I can not shoot myself in the foot. Or I feel, or I feel like it's just unfair. Maybe that's what it is. Well, because remember a couple episodes ago we talked to Joe, and you know we talked about how the guy from The Bachelor and his wife put three hundred lineups mm-hmm. in the Millie Maker. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can afford one lineup on a good week. I mean, so already the odds are against me. Even if everybody just put in one lineup, right? Well, now I'm trying to play against you know somebody dropping six hundred on an, on entries. That's ridiculous. That's why I always try to stick to like the stupid ones. No one will ever try and be like, all right, maybe I'll do one dollar one. I'll hit it big and win like two grand. 
Yeah. Never happens. Right. Wouldn't Never that be happens. nice, though? Yeah, I'd, I'd retire. I always and talk about this. I would say I retire as the winningest daily guy ever. <laughs> here's 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 something I've been talking about lately, and this will probably be embarrassing, so we can skip it because I got a couple other things, including a chance for us to get canceled, episode ten. But dude, um, what's life changing money for you? Like, how much would you have to win in DFS for life changing money? I don't know. I'd say five hundred thousand dollars would be life changing. Hundred thousand dollars would be life changing. I mean, I don't. I think I'd take the under on a hundred grand. Well, I'd take it. You know what I mean? Shit, I can get out of debt for like pay off, right? And restart it. Restart that debt back up. Two (laughs) hundred. You pay it all off just to get it restarted. Yeah, like. 200k let me pay off my house let me pay off whatever little piddly student loans and a little bit of you know a car like you said let me reset to zero yeah yeah let me get back to even please right and then let me go from there hey (laughs) then i'll fuck it all up again (laughs) yeah but at least for a few months look obviously if, if the house was paid off, that'd be a lot of headache off the plate. Right. I would say like like legit, like real, like life changing money for me at least would, let's say like $5 million. I mean, that would be a good start. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You're right. You bring up a good point. When I start this conversation, a lot of times people always bring up this. They go, look, you pay off your debts. Your life doesn't really change. No, not at all. I mean, you, I like, you, I can you, pay off my debts. You get I harassed a little less. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I could, I wouldn't be driving a brand new car immediately. But for my life to change, you're right. It'd have to be over $2 million, I would say. Dude, I could win tomorrow $100 million and I'd probably go try to look for like an old, as like 1972 like chevy like yeah you know what i'm saying like yeah something like where i can just beat around town people like who the fuck is that i'm like yeah like you don't know me (laughs) you know like (laughs) hey listen i i always want a new car i would love a tesla but i would be so i would love to be so rich that i could drive something shitty and be proud of it right totally like that's one that's the thing where you go so far that you come back around. Yeah, like right? I've got so much money I'm going to drive a beat up pickup truck. Hell yeah. Or even like I would go look for like a really old school like Toyota Land Cruiser like that still has like the roll up windows. <laughs> oh. You know, wood yeah. panels. Maybe manual. Ooh, manual transmission, uh, manual windows. Right, totally. Then oh, government won't know where you're at. I'm into that. I'm into that. Uh, real quick, here's uh. And then since I had hundred million dollars, I'd have a really nice car too. No, you'd have a helicopter. Yeah, exactly. Obviously, to get to, places like to take my next pickup truck. <laughs> could you? Could you take a helicopter to Kauffman Stadium? Well, if you're that rich, I guarantee you could. Why couldn't you? <laughs> you don't see a lot of helicopters around, right? Totally, no. I mean, I'm sure there are around, but I guess I don't pay attention too much. I don't, yeah. But I Outside also of, would, like the news helicopters. But I, if I also had like, say like money, like you don't have to think about, you know, like, oh, just go buy whatever I want. I probably would go try to find like acreage in like Colorado or Wyoming or Idaho or something like that. Yeah. Just a bunch of just land. So if I want to just get away from people, I can. Not me, bro. I want to be in the thick of it. I want to be splashing around money in front of folks. Well, then you can build like 
your own little like, all right, got my own little like ranch out in Wyoming. And do you have a famous poker game out there? Like last episode, like Willie Nelson has a fake little saloon on his land that we totally. learned about. Did you ever right? see How the movie? Did you ever see the movie? Uh, what was it? Like something about this chick that ran like the high stake pokers game in LA. Molly's game. Molly's game. I was yeah. watching it for the third time last night. Okay, me and my wife watched it and we were like, holy cow. It's always the smartest fucking people that just do that do that stuff. Like rip people well, off. Well, that's the thing. She's a high performer, right? Because if you remember in the beginning of the movie, she was talking about trying to make it to the Olympics and she was in line to make it to the Olympics. Right, but she also had like a like super smart, like high IQ. 100%. That's what I'm saying. Here's, here's what I go back to a lot. Jay-Z said, losers lose, winners win. I think she's one of those people that wins. You know, she just performs at a high level, whether she's skiing or playing poker games or in school, you know? So she has that gene that Patrick McHolmes has. Yes. Yes, Patrick. She's got that Patrick Mahomes gene, exactly. We, because in that GQ article, they were talking about he could have gone pro in baseball. Do you think if we hit ourselves over the head hard enough, we can get that gene? <laughs> like if I ran headfirst into a wall right <laughs> yeah. now, like, it, I'm gonna get smarter. I mean, obviously, there's some amount of luck, but I just think okay. Jay Z said, "Losers lose, winners win." I think. I think that's too black and white. I think there's a, some people are mediocre and I think that's me. Like I'm not big winner, not big loser. I get by and I do all right. You know what I'm saying? Totally get it. I just need you playing lottery. That's where I think it is. I only need one. Okay. Here's uh, some beer news real quick. Um, This is a story out of Japan. There is a beer that is coming out with a candy bar beer. What candy bar has inspired a brewery in Japan to make a beer after it? Name that candy bar. Now, is it an actual candy bar or is it like... Yeah, an American candy bar that you know that you've had. But, like, I mean... Are they considering it like a candy bar, a candy bar, or is it like Reese Pieces or like Starburst no, candy bar? It's a candy bar, candy bar. And again, it's a beer, so it's a lot like this horny goat thing. Uh, I'm drinking. 100 grand. It's, you know, 100 grand's a good guess. Very close. You kind of went out there on the edge a little bit. Right. How about 100 grand? Milky Way. That is closer. Kit Kat bar. Kit Kat bar. It's a chocolate almond milk stout inspired by Kit Kat. Um, so they're coming out with this. Is, that, uh, is like Kit Kat like really big in Japan? Yeah, I have no, no idea. I mean, I, I have would, no idea. That wouldn't be my first thought of a candy bar. I mean, I think like the Milky Way or something, you know, like because there's like milk stouts and stuff. Yeah. Oh, that's. Um. Dude, I got to tell you about this, too. Here's something. Most of this stuff, I mean, I could talk about on here. I don't know why it'd be an issue, but here's a website I need you to check out over the next week before next episode. It's weirdshityoucanbuy.com. Oh, yeah. Weirdshityoucanbuy.com. They have a candle. It's the uh, Bofa D's. Nuts candle. Um, they have oh, they have a fake nose where you can pop fake pimples. They have a CVS receipts cart. You sure it's a fake nose? <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I just say that because like supposedly there's like this thing on going through the internet that Wayfair is actually like trafficking. I mean, come on. How crazy is that? I don't know. I mean, that's crazy, dude. Right. But that's insane. Right. But like, like, 
Yeah, I can see corporate people doing that. No, 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 no. Here's my thing. Isn't Wayfair making enough money? They got to take that risk and they can't do it smarter than putting it on their website so that QAnon people can figure it out. Well, how long maybe have they been doing it just in plain sight? Because people are just sheep. <laughs> I mean, I've never been away first. I don't know. <laughs> neither have I. Dude, I saw ads for it on like Hulu tonight. There's no way that's real. Yeah, it's probably the internet making up stories. Right? So what's that website we, called again? Uh, WeirdShitYouCanBuy.com I'm going to buy something on here. I don't know what. what. They have, you can get um, a bar of soap on one side. It's butt. And the other side, it's face. So you know oh. which side to use for. This is great, dude. The first side pop up, oyster mask. Yeah, yeah. How gross is that? 16 and a half inch chopsticks. <laughs> How great is this? Oh, my God. <laughs> the exotic quarantine guy. Hey, sweatshirt. listen to this. So my kid's soccer team, this is why they shouldn't <laughs> let me coach. Did you see the poop <laughs> bag infuser? <laughs> so this is why they shouldn't let me coach soccer you know what my daughter's soccer team name is <laughs> the tiger queens <laughs> like the tiger kings yeah <laughs> so i'm gonna show up dressed up like joe exotic to the games it's gonna be great i've decided my hair is gonna be like joe exotic but i'm gonna dress like uh kicking and screaming will ferrell oh hell yeah that'd be hilarious dude right you should definitely do that definitely do that I honestly might have to do this. There's a trout toilet paper holder. Yeah, I saw that. And how funny would it be if you just change it out in one of your bathrooms and didn't tell like your wife? <laughs> well, the fact that it wasn't brown trout toilet paper holder is beyond me. Right? Like you thought of a good idea, but brown trout would have taken to the next level. <laughs> There's some funny stuff on this. It's amazing, right? How did you find this? I don't know. I really don't know how I found it. The depths of the web. Yeah, I was on that dark web. There is an ass face mask. <laughs> I mean, banana underwear, toilet timers. Did you see this long sleeve hoodie? No, but there's a pizza blanket that looks kind of cool. Yeah, you're about to come up on the, uh, keep going, keep going. <laughs> Banana underwear. The butt pillow. I mean, it's wild. How about this, though? Never soggy cereal. It's a bowl that keeps the milk separated from the cereal. Is Doesn't that defeat the purpose? Well, so that it keeps... So you can like scoop, you know, just like a spoonful. <laughs> There's one called Jizz the Game. I know. It's wild, right? I mean, how do people think of this crap? This site is wild. You got to check that out, right? Oh, yeah. Like, it's legit. I'm going to. Right? Look, come Christmas time, weirdshityoucanbuy.com. Oh, hell yeah. Great idea for. There's so many good ideas for Christmas presents. Mm-hmm. There's a hoodie reindeer sweater. Yeah. I mean, it's just chock full of inappropriate things to buy your coworkers. I, I'm, I'm literally looking at it. Up yours Santa Claus wrapping paper. <laughs> you drop Christmas and I'm, that's like one of those things like you're talking about, huh, I need to get new shoes. Oh, yeah. Do you remember Patrick Mahomes wears his Adidas's? And then like you get online, all, all, all you see is like ads for Adidas shoes. Yeah, do you really think – I think it's – they're not listening to you for your ads. No, they're listening to you for saying, I'm going to make a bomb. <laughs> well, you just said it on a podcast. They Government already is probably checking me and they realize that I have no care in my life to even make a bomb. Let alone – that's not my alley. <laughs> it's definitely not. Yeah. You're a lover, not a fighter. <laughs> that's just too much work for me. So 
they have this fake nose where you can pop pimples. I saw that. Is that not the most disgusting thing ever? Right, but there are those weird. I mean, there's like that that doctor pimple. I popper. can't watch it. Dude, I can't watch that. Listen, I had massively bad acne as a kid. My acne was so bad, I had to go and get my blood tested. So, like you're like a nom vet who gets like flashbacks. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I think pimples and popping pimples is so gross. I would never let my wife do that. Would you? Does your wife pop your pimples? No, no. That's gross, right? No. Oh, oh, dude. Here is one for soon-to-be teenage girl, right? Okay. A cassette tape clutch. Oh, nice. Right. The throwback. But yeah, um, like I don't. I'm kind of like I just find pimples weird. Like why your body all has like pus and stuff inside it's disgusting well i mean the body's just a weird thing anyway listen listen i'm embarrassed when i have a pimple i'm not trying to let somebody pop it right do you ever have one of those friends like they saw one of your pimples can i pop that for you no like don't touch me no i nobody's ever asked me and i can't imagine letting somebody it just sounds gross i mean i used to I used to, uh, when I was in high school, I had acne so bad I'd pop a pimple and it'd shoot and end up on the mirror. <laughs> well, I think everybody kind of had one of those, like the deep oh, ones. Oh, did everybody have that? Like the deep ones, like, oh, I'm going to get this one all of a sudden, like. Oh, oh, on the mirror? And then you got to wipe it off the mirror? How disgusting. So to let somebody do that? No way. But there are people that get satisfied that by that, man. Mm. You know what? If you're that person, that's okay with me. Teach their own. Just, you know, just in private. Yeah. Okay. Dude, here I'm cracking my third one. So this is the point where I'm going to break out something I found on that website that I think might get us canceled. Mm. Okay. Now, at this point, I don't think we have an audience big enough to get us canceled. Was it the uh, Trump uh, hairdo candle one? There's a game. It's a card game. It's ca- kind of like uh, Cards hey, Against Humanity. Hang on one sec. There's a Kanye yeah. face woman's tank on there. Mm. <laughs> Just a tank top. What does Kanye. that even mean? What does that mean? I don't know. What is I, it? It's a, it's a tank top with, it's like a brown tank top with Kanye's face on it. <laughs> oh, made for women. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I wasn't sure. This site is wild. One more time. Weirdshityoucanbuy.com. Okay. So one of the things I found, and I think this is how I ended up on that site. It's a game kind of like Cards Against Humanity, and it's called Right or Racist. Okay. So you ready to play? Did you buy it? (laughs) I found some sample questions. Oh, dang. So what happens is you read the stereotype and then you have to guess if it's true or if it's racist. Well, but aren't all stereotypes racist, like, in origin? I don't know. Well, but if it's true, it's not actually a stereotype, right? But- it, that's like going, here's the thing. You go, all white dudes that live in my house are above six foot tall. Well, that's not a stereotype. That's true. Yeah, but there's nothing racist about height. Okay, that's true. Okay, what if you I go? I read one of these questions. What so if you do this? Okay, let's read one. But what about this? You go all white dudes. Are there like that live on? They live in this house. Can't dance. I mean, there are white dudes that can't dance, and there are white dudes that can't can like white men can't jump. Not that live in this house. Though the people that live in this oh, house, you're the only white dude that lives in yeah, that house. Yeah, yeah. So it's not okay. Let me let me hit you with one of these questions, and if like, you so, want to like, pass, like, are there answers to these questions? Or? Yes, yes, okay. yes. Okay, so I'm going to give you the stereotype on this card. You tell me whether it's right or racist. Okay. Okay, and if you want to pass, and this is too much for us, 
Let's pass. Okay. According to the 1994 through 1996 study of fact. Okay. I can't read that one. Hang on. Let me try a different one. Okay. You ready? Here we go. Here's the stereotype. Is it right or is it racist? A survey from the Public Religion Research Institute showed that 75% of white people have entirely white social networks. Right or racist? I mean, I don't know. So essentially, white people only have white friends. Right or racist? Right, but like I don't know how that can be construed like racist because like they're fucking tribes in this world that have never met outside people, you know. So like that's, I, I mean, that's it's hard to tell because it's like, like what if you live in a town of five thousand people in Idaho? Yeah, you're definitely. But this says 75% of white people. Oh, 75%. I'm, I'm going to go. Only have white friends. And I'm, I'm going to say that's a false fact. This says that's right. Really? It says that 75% of white people only have white friends. Okay. Let me try another one. What are, like the, I wonder like what their determination of like a friend is. Yeah, that I mean, it's a survey, so right. these people are answering True. them. All right, here's another one from the game, right or racist. I'm going to give you this stereotype. You tell me if it's right or racist. In South Korea, dog meat is the fourth most consumed meat behind beef, chicken, and pork. I want to say that's right. It is right. Yeah. The South Koreans love them some dog, in my opinion. Now, this is from the card. This isn't me saying it. I've watched pretty sure like travel tv shows that talk about it yeah okay here's another one right or racist in 2016 there were more adult diapers sold in japan than baby diapers right or racist i'm gonna go with right that is right just because of like you can only have x amount of kids you know and like they have a no but that was china and i don't even think that's a law anymore did although you, did you not say china no, in Japan. Oh, okay. That's racist. That's not right. <laughs> True. You got I me. I can't even read the other one. So this, this game's pretty hardcore. It's probably funny in a party setting. Yeah. Although it's a little dicey. It's called uh, Right or Racist, and you can get it on that weird site that I was on. But, like, you can totally rename that game to be, like, you know – correct or false type of like fact yeah, about a yeah. country you know yeah yeah i mean they're just they're just banking on people being racist and buying it <laughs> well right i mean that's what it is well and they're they're banking on oh we're gonna make this trolley type game totally totally yeah right and it's gonna get people talking on podcasts and whatnot about it and we're gonna sell some copies of a game and all it's gonna take is for us to print up a bunch of cards and mail them out right totally you know i mean we just got them rich it's weird because you don't hear about cards against humanity much anymore true and i wanted to play that the other night we never got whoever i was with we never got around to it but you don't like that had a that had its 15 minutes of fame i i still think it's a funny ass game no, so do I. It's just weird that you don't hear about it much anymore. Why is that? I don't know. Can I mention some um, breaking news in politics, which I think is a perfect transition right now? Yes. So in the Alabama primary for Republicans trying to go to the Senate, Tommy Tuberville, the former Auburn University coach, has knocked Jeff Sessions out of the primary. Well, I'm pretty sure Trump even like endorsed Tommy Tuberville. Right, 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 right. Like- Jeff Sessions has been in the game for a long time. Yeah, they just got to get an- another Southern, just backwards thinking person in there. How long has that dude been around? So he was 
talking like politics, your guys' school district, have they said anything about like reopening? No. We're supposed to hear on the 16th. What have you guys heard? Which is we, well, they keep like pushing back like the date, you know? And then we got sent like a survey thing like, mm. hey, what would your prefer- preference be like? All the way at home, like a couple days a week, you know, kind of deal. Like, yeah. Like what I work sent out to me, you know? Like, it's like, huh? Like, just strange. Here's what I will say, because I don't know what the move is, but I will say I'm glad I'm not having to make that decision. Because if you're the, listen, if you're the, uh, you know, what's it called? The, the superintendent or whatever, the school district, no matter what you decide, people are going to be mad. No, totally. I mean, and, and it's just so hard to like comprehend, like, because just about like inequality of wealth in this country and like no one's living the same life, you know, like there's a single mom with probably two kids that are like barely getting by, you know, she has to go to work. Right. It's like, so like, and that sucks for her, but it's like the teachers in Arizona, there was three that did summer school and like they all, like three of them caught it and one died. Right. Well, what I find crazy is it's something like, all right, the mortality rate for children's only like 0.1% or something, or like 1%, whatever it is, yeah. you know? It's point, like, it might be 0.01%. Okay, but like, if you add up the numbers, that's like 60,000 kids that would die. Right. And it's like, right. Oh, oh, okay, so you're, you're telling me I should be the one to say, okay. I'll gamble. That's the thing. Can you imagine being the superintendent of a district or whatever you're in charge of? And you're like, all right, we lost 10 kids in our district. Right. Can you imagine? And here's what I keep thinking. Here's what I keep thinking. So you send everybody back, right? And a kid comes down with it. Do you send the whole do you send the whole classroom home for two weeks? Right. What if a teacher comes down with it and there's a kid in a classroom? Do you get a substitute? What substitute is going to come in Or because there was an outbreak? Or a teacher gets it and she happened to taught five different classes like that rotated into her room. Right. Well, and then like, like, our, like especially our school districts, like, all right, well, it's, we're going to do this. If we, you know, here's ideas, like we're going to do this, this, this. It's like, oh, in recess, we're going to have like set areas. I'm like, that doesn't sound fun. Like, I'd rather rather have my kids study at home and we can go like on a hike or go to like the park and go explore, you know, like do our own field trips. Like all that sounds like is like a prison. Yeah. But how are you going to work? How's the wife in the, right? Well, I mean, she works X amount of days and nights. So then like I don't know, we, me and be hard. And we just have to figure nope. out like, well, and part of it's like maybe we we'd have to have the grandparents help out like doing homeschool, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. But then if they go to school, do that means like okay, well then you don't want to send them around the grandparents, right? And so like, what, what are we supposed to do? Like just quarantine away from family for like a year? And how many kids need to test positive before the whole school shuts down? Oh, totally. I mean, I just do not want to be in that position at all. And, and without a doubt, even if, even if the health isn't the issue and everybody stays at home, there's a bunch of kids that don't have enough food, right? There's enough families that rely on schools for food. Like you said, for daycare it's, and even the, the families that, Outside of being able to afford a tutor, there's no way that a mom and dad and online learning are going to. No, no way. There's, there's no way that a school, there's, there's no way a parent, there's no way a parent online learning outside of being able to afford a tutor is going to match what you can get in school. Oh, hell no. But I mean, 
it's like all these pros, like, it's just so hard. Like, okay, do I send my kid to school, my kid to school, and then all of a sudden, like, now we can't go around people. If we do go around the normal people, like, do we get them? Like, just. Let me ask you this, though. When you were a kid, what would you have wanted? So take yourself back to, let's say, sixth grade. What would you What would you have preferred? I probably wouldn't have known because I would just didn't done when I was told, you know. But what do you think would be ideal if we're looking at from the kid's point of view? Well, I, how many? Like, kids? what would a kid want? What would a kid want? What do you think these kids want? The, because I know my kids missing that social aspect. Well, right, and kids are selfish. I mean, what, what what kid wouldn't want to go play with, be around their friends and play with kids all day long, you know, or not play with I kind of feel like I would have been like, nah, it's cool. I'll chill at home. Well, right. Like, well, once you start, like, putting in some, like, really heavy things, like, look, you might not be able to see your grandparents, you know, or see, just things like that, you know, like. Yeah. And then what if something were to happen to somebody that you're quarantined from because you're at school and all of a sudden, like, something happens and you miss that time with them. I know. It's all crazy. I'm glad I'm not making those decisions because no matter what these school districts do, but half the people are going to be mad. You will be making that decision because the school district's going to leave it up to you. Yeah, that's, that's a, true. That's a guarantee. That's true. They're going to be like, well, well parents, you decide what you want to do. And it's like, oh, okay, so now. The one thing about that, though, there's going to be – it'll be interesting to see how many people don't send their kids to school because all of a sudden there's less kids in school, less risk. Right, right. And, I mean, like, I mean, fortunately for me and my wife, like, we have, like, grandparents that are like, yeah, we'll take them during the day and make them do schoolwork and stuff, you know? Yeah. And I mean, in the day, it's like, all right, if you if you can get them to do three hours of good schoolwork a day, it's like then you have the rest of the day to do whatever you want. One hundred percent. So, um, Children's Mercy Hospital in the last week or more did a um, webinar online about kids and COVID and going back to school. And kind of uh, laid it out. It's on my Twitter feed. It was really good, and I liked it, and I trust them. And it was. Uh, let me see if I can find out when they when they dropped that. But I mean, on the thirtieth. So, like, I'm with Children's Mercy, and they were pretty positive about kids going back to school and how safe it could be. It's it's just strange. I leave it one hundred percent. Like somebody said, I think I've said it on a previous episode, dude. I'm sick of living through history. Yeah, you want to. I want to leave it up to the experts, but the experts aren't the ones who make the idea, like make policy. You know. Well, that's the weird thing about it, right? Mm -hmm. Because you have epidemiologists and doctors and, and virologists or whatever they're called. And then you also have superintendents of schools, you have teachers, you know, and who's making these decisions. But then like the superintendent school have to listen to like the state, you know? Right. And it's like, well, who knows if that politician agrees with science or. Right. Or like, it's like, well, we'll just deal with it. Yeah. It's, Listen, man, it's 100% a headache. I just don't want to get to the point in here, like our area where like we live in the same area pretty much. Like you get in a car crash or you have a heart attack and there's no room for you to hospital. Right. That's the biggest problem. Right. 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 But if you're, if you're following social distancing and staying home, car crash wouldn't happen, right? <laughs> That's true. Hey, by the way, before I send us out, let, let's talk about something fun. Have you watched Palm Springs on Hulu yet? No. And I, it, you should. It's pretty cool. Okay. We talked about that. It's that new Andy Sandberg yeah, movie. I watched it tonight. 
you should watch it. You should watch it. It's I, pretty good. I, I I remember talking about that and seeing like um, ads for it and like trailers, but I don't think they've shown anything since it came out. So I'm gonna go look that up. You should watch it tonight. Um, I watched it with the wife, and his character reminds me of you on some level because if you were. I don't think this is a spoiler living the same day over and over again. Some of the wild stuff you would do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> he does it over and over again. It's, it's amazing. I'm definitely going to watch that. You should. It's very good. It's on Hulu. It's called Palm Springs. All right, man. Hey, listen, I'm done with my, uh, three peanut butter chocolates. How about you? I'm uh, got like two sips left, so I'm good. You're golden. You're golden. All right. Have a good weekend. Uh, do whatever is appropriate for you and your health. How about that? I'm, I'm going to be doing a lot of fishing this weekend. <laughs> Listen, I want to talk to you about that. Okay, next episode, maybe we should find a fishing expert. I can't touch fish. I want to take my kids fishing. I can't touch fish. Um, see, there are certain fish I won't touch, like catfish. I bring like a gardening glove with me. So I'm not like actually touching them, but like I can handle them. Okay. Like maybe that's my move. Yeah. That's what it's helped me a lot. Like taking a big, okay. a, like a kind of a thicker gardening glove. So I know nothing can get through it. <laughs> okay. You, uh, dude, get you some fish. Um, by the way, follow us. On Twitter, nobody's listening to the end of this episode, dude. It's been off the rails. Uh, six pack chats, spell it all out on Twitter. Also, uh, Laser Laser Shark Studios is uh, the uh, studio that's bringing you this. Find our other podcast, uh, Good Lord Bird Companion Podcast. It's amazing. It's about that uh, series about John Brown that's coming out on Showtime soon. I don't know what to say. Have be remember go to weirdshityoucanbuy.com. Yes, and a good reminder, go to weirdshityoucanbuy.com and think about us this Christmas when your coworker <laughs> is offended by what you bought them. All right, we'll just call it a wrap. That's episode 10. Cheers, Steve. Cheers, sir.